The Thread is a new hit podcast from Aussie Media that explores history's surprising connections in order to discover how one thing leads to another, like how movie moguls in early Hollywood helped spark the Me Too movement today. Get it on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen. The morning show, you love that. I get more nervous in this room than anywhere else. It's on your radio right now. Do you know how to pop that coochie for a good There you go. It's the world's most dangerous morning show. Got the cameras on my the This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Man, it's Big J from Houston. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, man, what's going on, man? I'm so happy. One of the best things that I love, man, is progression. And I just got some of the best this morning, man, from this girl. And she used to suck, man, and like... Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need the vent. Hit us up. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Bar Sheen, man, coming out of uh, Charleston, man. I'm out here in the morning, heading out. Yo, heading 843, out what's happening? I need you to slow down. You sound like you had a lot of pork this morning. Calm down, man. Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo DJ Envy and, and, and uh, Angelique, this is a true story. I kid you not. I'm coming out of the joint. I was talking to a cat, and he hooked me up with Charlemagne the God, and Charlemagne talked to me before he got that platform. He didn't have no money or nothing. And he was dead broke. And he was amazed at the story. Soon as he got that platform, this is the green-eyed genie, the creator of hip-hop. All pioneers know it. And now everybody, they doing a movie on me. And here Charlamagne didn't have no money. Y'all didn't even know him, DJ Envy and Angela Lee. He didn't have no money or none of that. Soon as he got that platform, Goldie's my man, Charlamagne. Your best friend, Goldie, he put you on the phone with me when I was driving a trolley bus in Charleston, doing a million-dollar wedding, taking everybody to the plantation that was coming from all over the country, and you talked to me for about 30 minutes, and I told you I was the creator. You didn't have no money. You was dead broke. Soon as you got that platform, <laughs> like many black people do, you flipped, got a book deal, moved your family out of there, now you're over in Jersey. Goldie, me and Goldie talk about you all the time. He, he works in Jersey, though. He works in the U.S. And I, then, me and Ben Barter driving around in the van with Grand Wizard Theodore in shootouts, 1975, 1976, 77, 78. I'm in the martial arts, tearing the out the frame. 35 years in the martial arts. And we over here, I'm bringing this culture to all the five bubbles. Nobody knew no hip-hop, knew of nothing. You come out the country of some March corner, first living in, in Charleston. Charleston, all of that back then was all bummy and dirty. Now you get a platform, you don't know the history, you don't know the life, but you know what's about it? It's millions just like you, Charlemagne. So I'm not going to even hate on you 
right now. You can watch. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I sound like hate to me, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, listen. Uh, Goldie is my calling. guy. Uh, that's not my best yeah, friend, but yeah. that's my guy. And number two, I don't understand your point. Yeah, I was broke at one point yeah, in my life. Dead, broke and, and people dead. come up. I don't understand what your point is. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. I, I don't. I don't. Like you spoke to me back in the day, and then now what? You spoke to him for 30 minutes. I thought that was pretty good. You know, you from South Carolina. You was broke. You got a job in New York. You work in New York. I don't see the problem. I, I mean, sound like a great come up story to me. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I was proud of you. I mean, hey, salute to my dude, Gold, Golden Eyes. Though I still talk to Golden. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I mean, if your family you. was in South Carolina, that'd be a long drive every morning from South I, Carolina. I, I, don't, I don't get the point of the whole story he just told you. Goldie about to be like, why you put me in it? But good morning. <laughs> Goodness gracious, he was mad. Hello, who's this? Hey man, it's Davey Ruffin again, man. I'm back. I'm trying to redeem myself. I'm all right though this morning. I'm blessed. How y'all doing? Redeem yourself for what? It's been a weird morning, but what's up, bro? I'm all right, man. I've been on, you know, I got on it two days ago. You know, I'm just, I've become a comedian. But what I really wanted to get off my chest is why at 6 in the morning, some certain people, I think they forgot about hygiene. You see what I'm saying? There's uh-huh. no reason at 6 in the morning you smell like the back of a trash truck and the shift just started. You nah. You damn right. Hey, but if you do garbage, though, if you're a garbage person, it stays in your pores, though. Come on Sanitation work. It might have been good. It might have been trash from the day before. And to the guy that called uh, right before this, it's Angela Yee. He kept saying Angela Lee. It's Everyone does that. The man is clearly eating pork early in the morning, man. No time. And I just want to say, sometimes people smell because of their clothes. You ever notice that? Sometimes people, if you shower and you put on dirty clothes or old dirty coat, you're still gonna smell. So make sure you wash your clothes. Or you don't use, or if you use cheap detergent, sometimes cheap detergent don't work. That's why you gotta Febreze everything. Okay. (laughs) Get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five. You ain't broke no more, Solomon. You ain't gotta Febreze everything no more. I'm I'm always live like I'm broke. You gotta Febreze. Get some, get some I just wasn't sure what he wanted. Like nobody, he, I don't know. I don't know. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got some special guests in the building. A show I'm happy is coming back. The cast of <laughs> Dear White People. Hey. hey. Guys. Say their names. We'll let them Logan introduce themselves. Let's say their own yes. names. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Logan Browning. Samantha I'm, White. Yes. <laughs> yes. AKA Sam White. I'm Ashley Blaine Featherson, Joelle Brooks. <laughs> I'm Antoinette Robertson, Coco Connors. Good morning. Good morning. morning. Calandra. Oh, Calandria. Now, for people that don't know about Dear White People, explain to them what it is. Dear White People is a series that follows several students of color on the landscape of an Ivy League, predominantly white university. And racial tensions get to like an all-time high when a blackface party is thrown. So mm. we follow each student individually and kind of see their lives and how they they deal with racism and social injustice. Being a black face in a white place. Yes. A black face in a white place. (laughs) What letter is this show writing to white people? Um, I think it's saying, see us, acknowledge us, hear us. Um, You know, what we're saying about how we feel that we're treated at times is valid. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're being unapologetic about it. One of the best examples of that is when uh, Sam White's boyfriend actually, Gabe, calls the cops, right, at the party. Boy, boy. Excuse me. I'm sorry. We don't just call the cops. Gabe was scared. He was scared, y'all. The last thing we do when we're scared is call the cops. Right. Because that's even scarier. Yeah. And, you know, there was a whole debate, and we've been having this debate about white people using the N-word in songs. When they're singing along to future trap 
and words, and he's saying the word like it's mm -hmm. okay. Not Gabe for clarification. Not another Gabe. No, okay. another white guy. Although Gabe can't do that either. No, and no. Sam makes no. sure he knows that. Yeah. <laughs> right, and it turns into a whole debate, and they get into an argument about that, and then. Gabe is the person that actually calls the cops, and he's white, and he's your boyfriend, Sam, on mm -hmm. the show. Have you guys ever been around somebody white using the N-word, singing along to a song? Not I, said the fly, not me. <laughs> Nobody's doing it with me. me. Yeah. And if they were, they wouldn't still be, right? <laughs> nope. I don't play that. You're about to come out with your own Dr. Seuss Dead White People book or something? I'll oh. even, like, if I'm in the car and, like, I hear people, like, blasting rap music and they're white, I'm always, like, looking to be like, what, are you about to say it? What I you about see, to do? It makes I see my it all eyes the time, twitch. though. You don't see it at a club or party. You never all see the all, time. Yes. Just to play white devil's advocate, can't you see where it's a little confusing for them? It is. I, I do. No. I understand. That's what I want to know. But, no, no, that's, but that's what I want to say. I understand why it might be confusing, but I, I still don't get why people use the word. Like, you're thinking, oh, I like the song. I can sing it. I'm like, yeah, but that's still a line you can't cross. So I feel like some people like debating that. Mm -hmm. It's not a debate. Like you can't use this word. Can That's they, it. Period. Can they I hum mean, it? No, no. By, by the same token, <laughs> by the same token, I just kind of feel like that's like if a black person said, you know, well, we endured slavery for so long, we should be able to call white people like, I don't know, crackers, crackers? or something. They so do. Do we can? But, but no, but crackers, crackers, colonizers. No, but but my point is that I, I don't think that you're not walking around being like, well, just because of slavery, I'm able to say it. Like, I guess, I don't I, know. I just don't think I that. I say it out of a reaction yeah. for the way that my people have been oppressed. Yeah. Now, Logan, your character really <laughs> intrigues me because she's so militant on the show, but she does date uh, a, a, a white white guy. Mm -hmm. You know, you think that people lose a, a level of blackness when they date outside of their race? I don't want to think that. I think that there is a part of your blackness that you get to explore deeper when you are in a relationship with another person mm -hmm. of your same ethnicity. Um, it's a choice. It's a choice that everybody gets has to make. Have you guys ever dated a white boy? A white guy? I've only dated I did. black men. I did. And it was an interesting uh, bring you home to family kind How of situation. Home to mom and daddy? I have a Jamaican mother. Hey, um, guess oh, who's coming to dinner? What yes. so, one, white boy? Yeah. White veteran. <laughs> so like, like little conversations were like that went over his head. Like, he was like, wait, so what are they talking about right now? And I was See, like, I oh, can't do it. I'm not cut out for it. There were several differences. But no, bring him bring him home would be fine. It's just I yeah. that would irritate. I want I need you to understand what I'm talking about. I need you yeah. to I don't want like, to have to explain. Gonna be saying that he's not going to understand. I don't know. Even if it's just like I wouldn't even want to be in a situation where he's like, oh, like you guys are eating like uh, yams and collard greens <laughs> yeah, and shit. Like, what's that? Yams. How do you? Where does that come from? You know, and I'd have to be like, well, uh, when we were slaves, <laughs> oh, we had to. You know, I just don't. I See, just you better don't. than me. I'd say KFC, mother. I just don't want to be. I just. I need you to just get it. Yeah. You know, what about no all of us dating Asian men. I'm sorry. What you I said? Have we dated? So you said have we dated Asian men? Yes, that was based off of what Issa Rae put in her book. That all of a sudden everybody got mad at that educated black women should just get with Asian men. Because, because they have a surplus of men in China? They do. Like, they outnumber women, like, 27 or something crazy. Mm -hmm, because they used to get rid of yeah, the women because they could only have one kid. Yeah, they used to get rid of the baby girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that educated black women should date whoever, whoever, whoever the hell they, they want, want to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, on an opposite spectrum, black women or men, that it's important to them to 
be with someone else that's black, I feel like sometimes we're shamed for that too. Or, mm-hmm. Like when I say that mm-hmm. like it is important to me that I marry a black man, because I've said that many a time, I'll continue to say it, yeah. um, that's important to me, particularly from where we come from and how that was prohibited, we were pulled Word. apart, I want to yeah. pull us back together. You know, that's yeah. less likely, when, especially when you go to school that's so mixed. Yeah. You know, because I, like, yeah. I look at my daughter now, she goes to a mixed school where... I don't really see her dating a black person right now. That's why I want mm-hmm. her to go to HBCU so bad because mm. she doesn't see it. So I went to Howard. That it. was so Howard. Being yeah. at Howard just changed my life. It's interesting. <laughs> you went to Howard because yeah. uh, you know. So is it a stretch to play a uh, black woman going to an Ivy League school? No, it's not a stretch because I. So I grew up um, like in the D.C. area, but I went to predominantly white schools growing up. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that was a huge reason why I went to Howard because I wanted that experience because mm-hmm. my experience prior to that was more like Winchester. Um, but as far as like my college experience, it's completely different than Joelle's. And you didn't have no white women walking up to you asking about your hair? I did not. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did not. That, that happens on dear white yeah. people. It, it does. I mean, that was my it experience. Does. I didn't realize like I... But you almost don't even realize it until you do. Like, I was the only black girl on my entire hall in mm-hmm. my building. And I really didn't realize it until one thing would happen. You know, one little thing, mm-hmm. somebody say something to you and you go, oh, damn. Like, Or you realize, I'm myself. But you realize, too, who party. can you talk to about? You can't be like, yeah, girl, you, yeah. you ain't got nobody to, to talk to about. Yeah, it. but yeah. there is. But still, on, a, on a, a predominantly white campus, just like Winchester, mm-hmm. there are pockets of black people and they stick together. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. That you hang out at your own little mini. Black That's students. how my college yeah. was. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the black guys on my school, they would have like a black girlfriend, but then they would go to the sorority and the fraternity parties mm-hmm. and the white the white ones, and it'd be like a whole different world. So they yeah. would cheat on their girlfriend oh, no. with these white girls, but the, it was so they segregated. They never made, what? They never wow. even wow. Wow. Paths would never even cross. Wow. So nobody would know because it was like having a whole different world. Well, just, I just want to raise my hand and say this. It's a lot of guys... Oh. Who, black, if you're a black man and you date a black woman, if you cheat with a white girl, they don't consider it cheating. But don't worry about that. <gasps> is that I, a real thing? That's what I've heard. I've heard that, that's that's heard that before. That's not true. Give me names. I've, I've heard, what are you saying? I've don't heard that before. Give me Cite names. Your I've just heard that before. So what do they consider just like exploring a fetish or if something? If it's white, it's out of sight. So what? it's just like, that's uh, what I've heard. Goodbye. Lies. 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 That's just that's we just wrong. Why be a sellout? Why you want to be a sellout? Why you want to just sell out your people? Why you want to? Why you just want to sell out? Why you just want to? Why you just want to sell out your people like that? Why? Uh, we'll be back with the cast of Dear White People, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Welcome home, Meek Mill. Hey, I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Welcome man, it's home. Good to see you, Meek. Congrats to Meek coming home. I saw your Dateline special, man, and your Angie interview. It seemed like you you moving with purpose now. Yeah, I've been moving with purpose though before this. Mm-hmm. A different know. kind of purpose though. Yeah, the support I got when I was in prison, though, I feel like I should be reaching back and, and giving out the same support because even a lot of people on, on social media, y'all screaming free Meek. Y'all got family members in prison, this that. And, you know, I'm just reaching back the same way people mm-hmm. supported me. It really gave me a different outlook to see that many people support me at one time. Of course, I know a lot of people was, like, supporters of my music and stuff like that. But when it came to real life and people standing outside in the rain, protesting and actually being a part of helping me get back on these streets, you know what I mean? I felt like I, I'm entitled to step back, get back. You've been, you been, you been to jail before, though. Why Why was this time different? Like, what, cha- like what, what hit you this time? Like, God, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why people came out and stood up for me this way. 
with me, with me, uh, it always was like I ain't have a platform to really speak. You know, when you speak on stuff, and you might just come out of prison, people don't really take it the same way. Even the platforms, like the interviews I'm doing now, and the platforms I'm getting now. It wasn't available to me. White white media embracing yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't available to me a year ago. You know it what was eye-opening, though, when you went to jail this last time, I think, for a lot of people, because at first the narrative was, oh, well, why why should we feel bad for him? People he violated his uh, probation. Yeah, absolutely. And some people were saying that. And I was like, well, he popped a wheelie, and he ended up violating his probation for something he didn't even get charged with. Yeah, and that's what everybody say, though, mm-hmm. with the internet. You do, you make one thing that don't look right before people find out the real story, they're going to judge it anyway. But then the real story comes out, and we're like, wow, there's a lot more layers to this, and that is the case, I think, with a lot of people, not even just with you, but a lot of people that are in jail for violating probation, and that brings light to a lot of other people going yeah. through things. They got somebody like me that got seven lawyers that can't get out of a situation. Right. Imagine... Someone who don't have the type backing that I got going on, you know, to destroy their life and the quickness, and they would never get relief from a situation like that. Basically, right now, I'm on the street. I got a two-year sentence right now. Well, a four-year sentence right now. So for the average person to get relief from a situation like that is, like, slim to 0%. You know we, we talk about it a lot because, you know, a lot of times from the beginning... They give us these horrible deals, but we look at it like we'll take this time because we'll take this. You don't want to go to jail because we don't want to go to jail. I was watching your special, like, damn, I did a decade on probation too, but I I had ten years on probation too. From like ninety-seven to oh-seven. See, I gotta get on this. This Commonwealth probation is too. It's 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 different levels to it. Like you see out here, like I had a Willie and a bike here. They charged me with a felony. They knew I was on probation. Really, it's not a F one felony to Willie a, a, a a motorcycle. I went to court. It got threw out. It got turned into a traffic ticket. Ticket what it what it really was, but even though I got it threw out in New York, I still had to go back to Philadelphia and face another judge about Willie and a bike, a case that got threw out and still got sentenced on that. You know how they say, um, if O.J. Simpson admitted to committing a murder, mm-hmm. he wouldn't be able to be charged again because it's double jeopardy on these situations. About how the laws are set up in Pennsylvania. Even if you beat a case, like I, I always say the Starbucks thing. Starbucks, mm-hmm. I could have got the same sentence. Mm-hmm. It was nothing different. They would have been like, he violated, he got locked up in Starbucks. They wouldn't have said in the media what I got locked up in Starbucks for. They would have like, he got locked up in Starbucks, he violated probation, he in jail. And people would have been like, so what? He violated probation. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, that- like any interaction with the police. You had an incident in the airport, too. And from my understanding, I don't know exactly what happened, but yeah, they were I'm, trying to we get a picture. Them. You know, we ain't let nobody punch on us or, like, touch us. I, I, can't, I don't really want to, like, incriminate the God to that level, but we ain't let nobody really do nothing to us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when, even if somebody harasses you and then the police are called, that's an interaction with the police, and yeah. that can send you back to jail. Yeah, like, I ain't get charged with that. I ain't mm-hmm. get a crime. I got a citation because it was an incident. But, of course, we're in the airport. It's on camera. I didn't get locked up for a reason. You know, if you fight in the airport, mm-hmm. you ain't making your flight. I still made my flight. I kept it moving. I actually was violated for that, too. Now, we, we seen you talk to T.I., and T.I. was like, I told you uh, 10 years ago to, to do the time. Would you have done it differently if you knew what was going to happen now, if you would have just said, you know what, I ain't taking this 10-year probation? But if I would have did the time back then, I probably wouldn't be here today and had this platform. You know what I'm saying? Even when I was uh, dealing with Tip, he was going to jail. He'd get out. I'd go to jail. He was going to jail. Mm-hmm. It was back and forth because I, we was both fighting our processes. like, And it wasn't we was catching new cases of violating that's just the process. When you got good lawyers, they'll get you back out when you get sentenced and get you some grace period, and then now you get sentenced. So we was going back and forth like that. And then the last time he went in jail, I was like 20, I was probably like 18, 19, I probably was 21. Mm-hmm. 
the streets was getting real. Like I had to like make a move to get out the streets. I felt like if I didn't make a move, probably would have died or been in jail for a long time because where I was coming at coming up at at the time, it was like getting more ruthless in the area. So I had to make a move. Is that why that situation with Grand Hustle never worked? Yeah, basically, it was it was other little things too. It. it was other people in the middle trying to get. You know how you got managers and stuff like <laughs> they want they want a label deal. You like I'm just trying to get a deal. Yeah. Right, 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 right. You want a label deal. I ain't trying to. You trying to be baby. I'm trying to be Lil Wayne right now. Just let me get in the door, do what I gotta do, and wait. I orchestrate the business from there on out. Now, now you talked about just uh, how, how uh, going to jail back then helped you. You don't think going to jail this time helped you because you was wilding for you. No, I wasn't wilding. I ain't, I ain't wild. I wasn't wilding before I went to jail. Well, Actually, a little wilding. bit, me. What do you consider wilding, though? Yeah. I'm not saying. Break it down. What? Yeah, <laughs> because people say he's wilding when he spend money, and I don't no, think No, no, I ain't though. talk about that. I, I listen, look, I, I never look. I'm on probation myself. When it come to me, I don't control people. If you feel like doing something or you got something going on or you disrespect somebody that's right there, Nowadays, I would eject myself from the whole situation because it's a lot on the line. But before, I'm like, yo, I ain't got nothing to do with whatever you got going on. I ain't getting, I ain't under arrest. I ain't doing that. I ain't calling the shot on that. You know, it just be happening. Things be happening. And I wasn't controlling my vibe. I'm going in vibes where it's negative vibes going on. Now I could control the vibe. If I go to Miami... Or it's Memorial Weekend or Vegas. I'm controlling the vibe. Who I want to come to me, come to me. I ain't just going to the the fire parties in the ride. I seen. I had all the pictures from Instagram in jail. I seen a drink from Envy. He was like, uh, "All Star just don't feel right without a, a Meek Mill after party." Because you know we always do like one, and we bring a lot of people together. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that bring negative vibes because everybody ain't coming on the same type of vibe. And you know I was close to some vibes that. I could have ejected myself away from him. Yeah, yeah. You know how where like I had like an ego thing going on where I used to just carry myself. You know I'm from Philly. We grow up a little. We a little angry a little bit. It be so much going on where we come from. Uh, God put me in that position. I'm like, all right, yeah. We actually in here with the lifers on a daily basis. This ain't what I want. No, you're right. Because it was the one situation in particular I'm talking about when they jumped on safari. Yeah, they ain't had nothing to do with me. He was like, I didn't touch him. I was in the back. Yeah, pulled up, but I'm like, why would Meek be in this video? No, I was going to the club. It was okay. DJ Khaled party. That's what everybody don't understand. I was going to the club, and, you know, things happen. You know how these things go with this music industry and stuff like that. But this now I'm sure around you people are very cautious. Like, look, we not even trying to have that vibe around you either. Nobody don't got to be cautious. I got to be cautious, and I call the shots. Who I have around me is 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 key, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I had a chance to be like, we in New York. Let's uh, go to Breakfast Club later on the night. We're going to Aces or Starless or something like that. No dice. It's, it's just a little bit different now. You, hand, you, you hire, like, uh, armed security or something? I always got armed security. Right, right, right. I'm talking I, about I, real I, security. I, 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 I goons from Philly. I've never got no okay. goons with me from Philly. If, if somebody <laughs> got a gun with me, they got a firearm permit. I always tell artists stuff like this. You don't like your homie if you had your homie gun in New York with a a, a dirty that's gun on him. Hell yeah, that's real. They giving out real time for this mm-hmm. stuff over here. Get a security. Get a, a police officer security. It's, it's nothing nobody could tell me. You know in the rest they say, they used to say, I don't got no don't security, got security or something. Right. <laughs> nah, B. Okay. I just came from the state penitentiary. I ain't had no security. I was good, but now I'm on the street. I got security. It's not really an ego thing. All right, we got more with Meek Mill when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Back, back, back. You're checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. 
morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Meek Mill's here. Now, how hard it is to get that judge off the case? That is That seems impossible. I've yeah. never seen nothing like that. I ain't gonna lie. She seemed like a scorned ex, man. Yeah, what you did that you ain't telling us, me? I ain't did nothing. That's what everybody in jail be saying. <laughs> like, creeping with us or No, we basically fronted. She's lived a few blocks away from my uh, family members. I don't want to put information out there. Like, everybody, should, like, the young people around her neighborhood, I know all of them, like, hand for hand. That's the only thing I can really <clears> say. You got a niece or something you did dirty, something? I don't know. I ain't, I, I don't even like, I'm scared to speak on that situation. Yeah, she she was bending me over. Was that true? There's no bending me over, man. I don't bend, bend me. Oh. What are you talking about? I thought you said bending over. There was no bending over. It was on bending knee. <laughs> what type of law is that to make up? Like, who, like, who makes stuff up like that? <laughs> right. Just, like, yo, uh... Envy took me in the back and asked me to redo uh, Michael Jackson's song over. And I'm just like, <laughs> on the, like, why would I make that up? It's right. not... It's, it is what it is. If you think about and it one time, it like, actually, maybe I should do this. It actually, with somebody else there, they said they don't want to involve themselves in it, but you know. Nicki Minaj. Yeah, she <laughs> definitely was there. But how did that make you feel? Because she, she basically said what you said wasn't true. Let's hear what Nicki said. The judge in question was, um, did everything I asked of her. And, get, you know, I can't badmouth her because I met her personally. And I know what she said to us, and he knows that, and I know that. And, you know, but of course, I wouldn't wish that, wouldn't wish jail on anybody. Yeah. I wasn't feeling that. She shouldn't have said nothing. Right. And we leave it at that. I don't feel no way. She know I wasn't feeling that. Anybody know. When it kind of freedom and stuff like that, I don't care who it is. And this don't got nothing to do. I don't care who it is. This could be Safari. This could be anybody. If I know something and that man freedom on the line and I could say something that to help the situation and I, it's right or wrong. It's, mm-hmm. it's just this and that. I'm going to say it. I don't really care. If I don't say it, I just won't say nothing. Why, why not send her an edible arrangement or something? Uh, a watch. The Ooh, judge. That's illegal. That's, that's illegal. You can't, you can't send a gift. Yeah, that's you can't send a gift to the judge. I'm not, I mean, just to say, yo, I'm, that's whatever good. I did to you, you I apologize. That's against the law. That's like bribery. Oh, And man, I don't but, know that that would work. And that show. comes up in court, and she says that he sent an edible arrangement. Like, you don't, yeah. But it's clearly a personal something she got against you. Yeah, something. I don't now, know. that policy needs to change as far as how can you, you know, remove uh, a judge off a case. You know how sometimes, too, like uh, Tata from uh, that Be With Hove, he told me Tata, a long Tata. time long time ago, he like, yo, I know what you're doing with that Instagram, how you be living, how you be flossing. He said, I see how you're trying to inspire and you're using it to catch people, the younger eye and inspire. I'm like, yeah, that's my thing. Because, you know, with the younger people, it's just certain stuff you could do to catch their eye. And, mm-hmm. like, when I read a lot of my mail... Uh, everything was based on me inspiring somebody or me motivating somebody. But he was like, it's a world of people that's looking at looking at that and it's making them hate you. You know what I'm saying? He said, and I know they're looking at it like it's ignorant. He said, I know what you're doing. But he like, it's two different sides mm-hmm. of that. And some people will look down on you like, who the hell this kid think he is? Or he think he's above the law. Or, he thinks, I don't think, and I don't think I'm above the law. If I was above the law... I would never stepped in prison. I wouldn't be on probation 11 years. I, I would never follow a rule. I don't think like that. But that's the inspiration I thought the kids missing. That's why I put that out an all-star. It was like the kids are not seeing that in the way that they were seeing it. When I was growing up, there was people that we always seen that you was like, I want to be like him. And what they're seeing now is I want to be a druggie yeah. to some extent. I want to be tattoos all over my face. Yeah. I want to do that. Not just the inspiration. Yo, I'm from Philly. I work my ass off. That's easy to do and get money. Yeah, yeah, but he worked hard to but get money. But the main so thing is, like, and from reading the mail, a lot of these younger people, they watch me look failure right in the face. They look at any situation I came about in the industry and still like, all right, what? I'm still posting every day. What? Uh, damn. Right. 
my mom got a new house. Uh, damn, I just got a new car. And I'm using that. It's, it's actually a, it's, it's not a cover-up, but it's just like a blanket to, like, for myself. Like, I'm still doing good. Even when, like, everybody, like, yo, this is, I had people ask me, are you okay about Twitter and stuff like that? I'm like, am I okay? What I did time in prison being locked in a room 24 hours a day, shackled from the ankle. Like, if you take a step, your ankle's getting cut type stuff. Like, of course, it a, it a, some people, it, it can affect you if you let it affect you, but right. this is not a real problem to where real problems, like where I come from, a real problem is different than somebody talking about you on the internet. And I'm right. like, when I'm stepping out in the street, I still got a, a, a base of people that show me a lot of love. So mm-hmm. I was just letting the love overpower the, the negative stuff. And really, like, I see a lot of people, like I said, when I came home, like everything, y'all know Instagram, is you play victim and you win. This is the this is the Absolutely. new thing. And I, I don't really like that because there's a lot of real victims out there that's really going through real stuff. Like, you got people really killing themselves and really going through real stuff that they ain't really jumping on that social media because there's so many people doing it now. Mm-hmm. It's even, if I get on this joint and cry, let me get on this in somewhere and be crying about going to prison. Things on. <laughs> no, seriously. I saw when you said that on Angie yesterday. I'm like, damn, he and got, I'm not he got robbed at gunpoint. Yeah, but I'm not really talking about mm-hmm. him, though. I'm talking I'm talking about regular people, like even people I know, mm-hmm. like people I'm cool with. I be telling them, don't be putting, nobody care about that. Don't, <laughs> no, seriously, <laughs> though. Real. Like even, like, a lot of people die in our neighborhood. You see when they post people on Instagram, you got everybody posting them, and, and then a day later, nobody really cares. Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares about that man got a three-year-old daughter. Right. It's just like a, a thing to do. It's, it's, it's a, it was a thing for certain people. Like, it was a lot of real love and real support, but it was trendy to say free a certain person right. or do that. You know what I'm saying? And I would say a lot of it is real, but a lot of it is... I don't know. I did time and came back was looking at social media like, damn, I was really like wilding. But the inspiration, the inspiration should come from what a lot of people who don't see is the fact that you sat for so long and was able to still keep your family going. Like you had enough where, yeah, you bought jewelry and cars and flew private, but you had enough in the stash and enough investments where it was like, if something does happen, my family's good. Yeah, you never saw none of the dream people, chasers looking bummy nah, out here. No, you never did. And people, I mean, I mean, vegan people now. don't see that as inspiration. Yeah, like, it's got a bigger vegan. change than me right now. And you know what? With our homies, we and we do go through real stuff. Everybody mm-hmm. wasn't on top of the world. Don't don't believe that. We had to... They just weren't uh, crying about it on, on yeah, it's not, social Yeah, you can't. Well, what you gonna do? You gonna call Rick Ross? <laughs> what? What you yeah. gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hustlers first and foremost mm-hmm. and like, like with us, this this ain't no baby. This ain't no camp over this joint. It's mm-hmm. not even like with artists. I tell all the other young artists coming up, I'm like, yo, I be buying jewelry, but I be trading that stuff too. I got, I've had, I've been in the game for seven years. Mm-hmm. I make some good trades. You might see a watch get posted. Or you might see a jet. I still jump on Delta too, man. It's, mm-hmm. it's serious because uh, y'all know I, I had up and down points in this rap game. I don't want a year without really getting a bunch of money. And I'm in the studio locked in trying to dedicate all my time to making some better music than I made last year so I can't really get no money or the judge telling me I can't travel for six months like I can't travel for six months six months in the studio uh, uh, three months of house arrest I done missed two years straight almost without even war, yeah. getting no money for mm-hmm. real for right, real and paying and for lawyers isn't cheap either then I dropped my album I end up couldn't travel for three more months and then she told me I couldn't travel for three months after I couldn't travel 
she was like, we're going to figure out what you could do after the cases are resolved. Both of the cases got threw out. And I still got locked up, actually. So it was really draining. It was a real thing for me. I'm like, I'm sitting in here. My bill is 60000 70000 a month. I'm sitting in prison. And that's what I was thinking about. I was like, like yo, he got going, kids, yo, he got somebody want to buy that Rafe. I don't want that joint no more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's sitting Did in the you have garage. to sell some cars and stuff? No, I ain't right. selling my... If a watch or something, I got a bunch of watches. 100000 Go ahead, get 100000 for that watch and go pay somebody bills for... Nine months. You so know you had saying? to do that? You had to sell jewelry? I did it, but I didn't have to do it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. a hustler. Mm-hmm. You could, people know, you could buy my watch off my wrist. If you want to say you bought me my watch, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now, go ahead, yeah, give me such and such. Go ahead, you got that. I mean, I, we mm-hmm. post it on Instagram for you and all that. Mm-hmm. And I go right back to the store and get another one. All right, we got more Meek Mill when we come back. Let's get into a Meek Mini Mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. That was a Meek Mill mini mix. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Meek Mill's here. When can you work again? Or when can you get back on the road? And I'm, start? I'm working. I'm oh, performing. So you, can, you can perform. You can back I'm performing this weekend. You have to just get permission yeah. ahead of time. I was on my, like, uh, everybody like, yo, what's up with you, man? When you rapping, what's going on? I'm like, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get to that. I only been out two weeks. First week, I dedicated to getting my head right. I was away from my son, my family, all that time, so... There's certain things I had to get in order. Now, this week, there was a lot of press and a lot of people reaching out about my situation, and I feel like it's only right to reach back. Like, I'm not becoming straight. I always tell people, like, don't go too crazy on Meek Mill thinking I'm activist straight. No, I'm, I'm representing the cause. I got a purpose for something, but still, at the same time, I got to be Meek Mill and continue to do what I got to do, the See, mission that, I was on. That's what I want to know. Like, with the music, are you going, you, you about to be J. Cole, or are you going... No, I can't be J. Cole. Yeah. J. Cole is J. Cole. I'm coming... I tell people, my music, I might start talking hurt. You know what I'm saying? I might talk anger. Like, when Tupac was like, America eat his babies, like, y'all gonna make me go crazy. Mm-hmm. So I'm still smiling. Yeah, there's them thoughts still inside, deep inside, because you gotta be angry if you've been sent to prison four or five times. I was watching the Dateline special, though. It seemed like she gave you some breaks throughout the years, though. I ain't getting no break because I ain't pointing no gun at no cop. I should have never, oh, never, never got charged. Yeah. Yeah. But no black, uh, and this for anybody that's in the courtroom, because now I be, I, could, I just feel like I could speak any black judge, and this go for any any race judge. Them cops coming in talking about somebody pointing a gun at them at nighttime and ain't a single shot fired, nobody's hit. Word. You were supposed to kill me if I aimed a gun. Like, if I read my transcripts, mm-hmm. nobody, the media ain't getting that. He pointed a gun at me. He chased me around the car like, what? Come on, stop for what? And the DA like, he wanted to protect his drug operation. How can you protect the drug operation? At this time, I got locked up. I had $13 in my pocket. I was the brokest nigga in the house. You see when I had the nappy bridge, basically, I was dusty at the mm-hmm. time. Protect the drug operation. How am I going to protect it if I'm going to get shot 45 times? It's, you it's, get shot for what, pulling out a cell phone. So yeah, imagine not, you point a gun at a What about the failed drug test, though? Like yeah, I actually people. was addicted to drugs. I, I got addicted to the drugs along the lifestyle. You become famous and you become the... Only one from your family tree that's seeing money out of your whole area. It's a lot of pressures that would come with that. Like, a lot of these celebrities, they come with pressures. If mine ain't, I got a fat stomach. I, <laughs> I, I don't need light bulb now. I'm going to get in the gym. <laughs> no, seriously, though. Like, But everybody go, he put, Everybody got their own battles. That's why I was saying battles when people don't. I just, I'm, I'm not even being funny. Start, how'd you start with the, with, with the opioids? I, I, I was actually going to the dentist, and I was... I, uh, Took, I got two of my wisdom teeth pulled, mm-hmm. and I started taking them. At the time, later on, a girl gave me a perk. Yeah, this going to make me, it's going to have you going in for hours. Philly shit, though, right? No, that ain't no Perks. Philly shit. 
No, hell, Philly, what? I thought they'd be on pair of one song popping per Everybody take per city to city. You crazy? Yeah. Y'all, you, what y'all, y'all think these little kids talking about in these records? <laughs> Molly, <laughs> whatever that is. Yeah, no, nah, well, see, me, I never had Molly in my life. Oh, that's a man-made drug. Mm. I thought it was okay. I wouldn't be addicted or it wouldn't hurt me because it's a, a, it's a pill that a doctor would prescribe you. And, you know, a girl gave it to me one day. Yeah, this is going to make you f- for an hour. This is that. Yeah, let me try this. This is a pill that the doctor gave me if I got a two feet. Why you got that kind of time, me? The f- for an hour? Yeah, sometimes you got to go over, boy. <laughs> I make girls fall in love with me off Perks. <laughs> Perks says it's serious. So uh, I actually got a, my body. It's like a body high. It's basically mm. dope in a pill. And we came up amongst the drug game and right. watching people, mothers and aunts, being melted by drugs. So we really know the effects that it really do to people and you know, I, I just thought that it was just a pill that the doctor could prescribe you, and I got addicted. And it wasn't like a mental thing. Like, it's like when you don't take it, your body's shutting down. Right. So they ain't, like, even the laws that with the governor, they like, if you're addicted to opioids, it's like heroin addicts, all types of, it's an addiction. You shouldn't go to jail for addiction. You should be in rehabilitation because mm-hmm. in jail, they got the same drugs they got on the street. In jail, I had a choice if I wanted to take Percocet, smoke weed, or do anything. Me, I thought that was a waste of life. You already like the walking dead, you can, the land of no responsibilities. Why be high? What made you Did get help? Uh, okay. What made you get help? What made you say, I got, I'm got? i going to put myself in the rehab or this? Or... I had a P.O. I had got a new P.O. My last P.O., she was like black. She was she was like kind of ghetto, screaming, like just talk to you crazy all day. Yon, Yon LaVon's not type <laughs> shit. What's that? Oh, you don't know, Yon LaVon's fix my life. life? You never seen her? No, she worse than what? No, I don't This. It's mm-hmm. a whole nother level. She wasn't trying to help Can you. Can I go see my son? What? No, you can't go see your son. Yo, why you talking to me like this, man? Like, you just a probation officer. Not saying, like, you like on a, you're a lower person, but, like, you have a job just right. like we all have. What? 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 I'm like, all right, miss. I'm not telling her I got no drug problem. She's going to send you to jail. <laughs> right. First thing, smoking. They moved me to Montgomery County. Montgomery County is a suburban area where, like, people got money at. Like, so... The probation officers and stuff. They used they to hearing that, right? They don't care about no Meek Mill coming up in here. He a rapper. They, they my P.O. probably never seen my Instagram probably once or twice. And somebody probably showed her. Mr. Williams, you had a dirty yarn. Do you want help? I'm going to ask you right now. I want you to be straightforward with me. Yeah, I want help right now. But I don't want to be in a program amongst 50 people mm-hmm. and got to explain my business as a public figure in front of 50 people because I'm not going to really deal with the problem. And I, she was like, all right, we're going to work things out. And usually in Philadelphia, if if I said something like that, they'll be like, no, nah, he's trying to get over on the system. Right. I had a, I had some doctors come to my house in, in, in Atlanta where I was staying at, give me IVs. They, like, you got to flush your body mm-hmm. and, like, mm-hmm. readjust your body. Done deal. Never took a Percocet ever again in my life because that wasn't really me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it always was a battle. I never did Percocet straight through my whole probation, but... Sometimes stuff got rough. This is where it was at. Even as mu- all musicians, to make music, you dig deep. Like, you dig deep down. Like, I don't know if people know, like, uh, Prince, he died from opioids. It was Percocets. Mm-hmm. Was, he was a victim. He wasn't a criminal. He shouldn't have went to jail. If he would have got court taken him, mm-hmm. he shouldn't have went to jail. He was a victim. Was the was the you for an hour worth it? Yes, it was extremely worth it. <laughs> For real. It was serious. Uh, I felt like I had to work harder. <laughs> now, 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 do you miss Nikki? No. Damn, why you go from was the <laughs> to good <laughs> to you miss Nikki? I thought that was a great segue. Personally, I thought that was a great segue. Like, look, I don't got no problem with her, though. That's my whole thing. Like, I make that known. Like, 
Me, I, I was at points where I was like a little out of character and dumb because I'm getting high. I'm going to places where I'm out of character. I don't got no problem with her. Anybody you seen I had a problem with, all that is clean, in my clean mind. What you say? You have a clean slate now, no problem. Yeah, with me, unless you trying to bring these things to me and I can't escape it, I'm, I ain't going to run. But That's different than street beef, though. That was a relationship. Yeah, uh, well, uh, I've been ain't had no problem with it. I stated that before. I was supposed to come to Breakfast Club last time. I was late. Mm. Mm-hmm. I would have stated the same thing before I went to prison. It's, I don't have a problem with somebody I used to love and somebody I was in a relationship with. Now, what about um? I see you, you and Wale, y'all, y'all cleaned up your 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 beast before you went in. Yeah, Wale, he family. You know what I mean? That's the first people I started making money with, getting rich with. So you know what I mean? We just had to we got we we had to make like a agreement. Like, yo, anything going on, man? All that public. Because when I was going my little rap thing, he was like, man, Mika. Meek Dawn, I'm like, yo, call me and tell me that first. Even if if somebody see me, if you see me like bidding with a rapper or someone on Instagram, nine times out of ten, I talk to him about that first on the phone. Like, hey, what you doing such and such, such, such in public? And we laughed about it. And I went on my phone and did something funny or said something. Talk to me. It was just basically on that. And that's why I'm like, damn, you just. Mm-hmm. He was speaking about me and uh, me and Nikki in a, like an interview, and I'm like. I would never speak on my homies and their girlfriends in no interview, especially without talking to them about it. And that, it just offended me a little bit. You know me, I'm emotional. If people say he too emotional, because if it could have been times I'm on probation, my freedom on the line, I got a son and a mom in the house. Somebody jumping you in a fight, you think I'm going to jump in there while they're there? You think I'm going to let them get rolled on? Hell no, it's right. never going to happen. Nowadays, I got new boundaries where like, right, right. I can't really help anybody except for my family but at the time I'm emotional because I go all out for people that's like good with me and right. if I see anything I'm just like especially if I was high at the time first thing I don't even think <laughs> I just react of rip so yeah that's what it was it's my brother alright when we come back yes we usually do the rumors but we are gonna push rumors back a little bit cause Meek's here keep it locked it's The Breakfast Club good morning The Breakfast Club The Breakfast Club is back yeah. back. Yo, back where I wanna be Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, usually we do the rumors right here, but Meek Mill is here. He's in the building. Yee. Has um, Drake reached out? No, I ain't talked to him yet. I seen him on, like, FaceTime the other day. They was with Rugs, and it was good energy. Even, like, from... He shouted you out, though. Yeah, I was about to say that. That was good energy. He put good energy in the air. What happened, what happened... We move past that. I think we'll have a conversation or something when we see each other mm-hmm. and get it going and, and keep it moving in life. Okay. I would think that Drake would reach out because it seems like he wants to really make men's... I don't feel, I don't feel like he wants to. It's just that as, as, like, as grown men, you know what I mean? It's, what's it been, two years? Two years, yeah. How long should this be going on and, and still moving? Because even during that time, I ain't spoke to you since then. Why didn't you reply back? I did, I did reply I mean, I'm talking about like immediately, though, because like, that's what we was waiting because on. Because I was sitting back and just monitoring the internet. I'm trying to figure out the internet. That's a whole new world to me. Like, mm-hmm. where we rap, it's like, you go in. You say what you want. I'm on the internet. They calling my PO. I've got bloggers <laughs> talking about it. I done threatened Drake. I don't even know how to talk no more. What am I going to say? When we battle in our hood, we want to make you look in the mirror and be like, am I a real nigga? Dang, this dude just said, what about my sister, my mom? You know how it mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. in my era it confused me. I'm like, hold, let me step back and see what's we going on. I just stepped in the whole. I just stepped in the world. Where I don't even know how to handle this the way that mm-hmm. I would usually handle it. Even like something like a war pain or something like that. It's like, it's it's what we do at its finest. But I had to adjust. I definitely, I definitely just walked my way back. If I was here and things slowed up and took me here, 
I'm like, I'm going to walk step by step. I'm hot. I'm going to keep it going. I'm watching people make meal done. It's impossible for me to be done. Did he really have back-to-back playing through the hotel one day when you was there? Yeah, they said it was, it was a that you and Nicky was in a hotel and he was on the floor above you playing yeah, back playing to back. Yeah, playing back to back. He said that over in over one of the records. Again. I'm looking for revenge. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was, I was, we went to Toronto that time, like we was on tour. No, it wasn't nothing like that. Now I, I asked about Ross because they said that you know one time you and Ross weren't seeing eye to eye, and I, I guess they said when. when? I, I thought it was. They said it was a time when, when, when you, you pieced things out with 50, and, and Ross was mad about that. Was that ever true? I never heard that from Ross. We ain't never had that situation. And me, I look at it as if, if Ross was to go talk to Drake or somebody, or uh, anybody that... That's, that's rapper stuff, man. I come from, like, real deal with, like, mm-hmm. you got a problem with somebody, somebody got hurt, somebody died, and that was that. I'll be on real type of time. I tell 50 to his face, and he... Yo, all this stuff, we run into each other, we, cra- we crash, you got people with you, I got people with you. We both make money. We both doing our thing. We actually feed people and employ people. Mm-hmm. Let's stop playing games with each other like we ready to go to prison for 55 years. That's not even really an option for rappers, and that go to that goes for anybody. I see game tomorrow, whack 100, any of them. Yo, let's talk on the side. Let's have some words. Yo, look, this this what I'm on. I don't know what you on. And I kind of, I think everybody would be in the same place. Mm-hmm. I, I just came from the penitentiary with lifers where people made one mistake and they got life in prison. All they homies start squeezing that gun and they ain't had nothing to do with it. And they got conspiracy, got 25, 30 years. That's not really what none of us really want. And mm-hmm. the way you go about that is is totally different. Like, I look, you look at every other genre of music. Ain't no rock stars squeezing on no other rock stars. Ain't nobody right. getting shot in different genres, country music or nothing like that. So it's like... Tomorrow be, n- be scrapping nowadays. Yeah, it be, they be getting it down. I ain't gonna lie. They probably some of the toughest guys right now. What about Beanie? Uh, Beanie? I seen Beanie the other day. We had our words. Yo, what's up? You good? Uh, love, man. Happy to see you home. That was that. That was a small misunderstanding. And mm-hmm. That was another component to somebody else. It wasn't really based around me. But, you know, the media... Even like with, with my, my judge, she would see media stuff like that and not understanding that we are from the same area. We mm-hmm. are from the same neighborhood. And I'm with y'all too, but I came to the club with you and y'all two start fighting. And now I'm in the middle. I could be breaking it up or something more. Anything happened. Meek Mill and his homies fighting Charlemagne. But really, I just came with him. But y'all two got a problem. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And it was small misunderstanding there. He passed that. Benny, he ordered to me. I looked up to him coming up my whole life. It's not a secret. I've been saying this throughout that whole situation. What is the point? Right. Where do we get with this? We got to figure something out at one point. And that's what everybody, like, I even, I watch all the young boys. I be, first time I see them in person and they ain't around 100 people, yo, man, look, you don't want that. I told Bobby Smurd a long time ago. Actually, the day before he got locked up, was the day before he got locked up, he came to see me. I just came home. Yo, all that gang banging and a hundred dudes around you on camera, I said, them people will put you under the jail somewhere and nobody ain't going to be able to see you. Next day, we looking at the news, he locked up. I still answer the phone for Bobby Smurda to this day. No matter what I got going on, I talk to Rowdy Bobby. They call on the three-way. I'm still going to give them the same words. And, and that's just why, that's where I'm at with it. I think that's... Like, where Hov was at 10 years ago with, like, with the younger rap, you look at, everybody looked up to Hov. All the young guys, whether they said or not, a lot of these guys, I feel like they look at me a certain way, and I feel like I can voice my opinion. I've been through everything. I ain't got to fabricate nothing. I don't got to act like a certain type of way or a certain type of person. 
I feel like I could just get that type of game out. How you lose all that weight so fast, man? When you came home, was it two weeks ago? I wasn't right. really you fat, was a little chunky. Oh, I, had on four, I had on 4X pants. I had on <laughs> a 3X oh, right, right, shirt. Right. My face was actually fatter than this. Probably, my face probably still fat. <laughs> but seeing my face with the clothes on like that, it just looked like I was super fat. Yeah, I knew everybody was like, he chubby. <laughs> everybody thought I was going to come out looking like Gucci. No, I was stressing. I'm in the joint, eating up a storm. Just trying to take my mind off the world because the trans it's a culture shock, man, when you come from doing what you want and then being shackled. Like, people don't understand. Like, they just be like, he in jail. No, you really... I'm, I'm a celebrity, so when I first come through, they got me locked in 24 hours. It was really mind-boggling. So when I came home, I was just adjusting. You know, I think about it. I came home on a helicopter. I was actually in the cell watching the news. Meek Mill is up for bail. I'm like, what? I jumped up. <laughs> The lady was like, we was actually locked in. She came to my cell and like, pack your stuff. We're getting you out of here because we don't want no commotion. When we got out, we rode like a half a block. I was looking out the window to the side. I'm looking at the fans. I'm like, people really waiting outside for me to get out of jail? I'm still, like, humbled by that. I can't mm -hmm. believe this. I'm surprised you packed anything up. I'm like, you, you just I ain't packed my everything. mail, your legal mail, because, okay. you know, you got real scheme. All right, this dude's got 30, 40 years in. No contact with family. They want to write. They will steal your mail, write your family members back, and try to get one of your overweight cousins. And, like, uh, you understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, right. they, oh, people focus on stuff like that and try to, like, take advantage. <laughs> See? That's crazy. Get one of your fat cousins. No, like, they would try to, they would try to, not, not, not like that. They would try to, like, target people who think, take advantage who they them, think right. that don't have high self-esteem. And they would just try to take advantage. And not, and not saying, let's get this clear in this interview. I love big women. I'm all my cousins. All my all my cousins that's big. All my family members that's big. They got high self esteem. Right. They come. Right, right. We don't play them type games in my family. Ain't no you you. And that's it. We gonna love you for you. Mm -hmm. You 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 do what you want. You better bag a a billionaire if you can. Do whatever you want to do. How did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you watch it? In my cell. It was two moments. Super Bowl and Beyonce saying free meat. That was the two days that I wasn't in jail. How sick was you watching the Super Bowl? Thinking about all the festivities of the week. I wasn't sick because it was in Minnesota. It was like, <laughs> it was snowing out. Right, Nobody, right, right. no parties ain't really cracking like that. Like, jail, like, it make you jealous. It'd be like, it could be Memorial Weekend and it rain. You'd be like, all right, it's raining. Yeah, everybody, ain't really, everybody ain't really out having fun without me. But I, I I was really happy, for real, for I was happy that the fact the Eagles was in the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I was happy the fact that an organization like that was supporting me. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's where I come from, that's heavy to have, like, a, a national sports team supports you through a time like that. So Playing I your was, song and everything. Yeah, dope. yeah, that was different for me. Now, I ain't never seen that. When the Khaled song dropped and you heard Beyonce's verse. I played that drum back. Like, I know Beyonce ain't singing no like this out of her mouth. <laughs> like, I had to play it back again. Like, what? She told me she in the hood screaming Free Meek. And I, I look at that as like, that's mega support from Jay and Beyonce because they don't have to say, you know, Beyonce right. ain't shouting no out in jail. I took that as like, Damn, God really working in my favor. You got B talking about Free Meek Mill. That was like, that was a great day. Like, I'm listening to the song Jay-Z, and Jay is my man, so I'm kind of getting used to the Jay-Z thing. Jay shot me out. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm amped. Right. Then as the song going on, I'm like, I'm listening to Beyonce. She says Free Meek. I'm like, damn, this JMB and the support like that to put you on that platform and give you that type of support. They, these right. people got a lot of influence. Mm -hmm. It basically helped me save my life. We are looking forward to see what, what you have coming up. Yeah, some yeah, good energy around you, man. Organization that you guys... I got some aggressive rap that? coming in, you know I'm what I really mean? I got a lot to right. talk about, a lot of music to drop. <laughs> We're going to get things going and do what we do, man. Get back to the music, have some fun, and... Uh, 
Move with a purpose, I guess. All right. Well, it's Meek Mill. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, yo, too, man. Make sure this the interview's still rolling. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just tried to be free today and talk and get my opinion. Don't take my words and twist it up and try to make me into a bad guy, man. I'm just trying to make things. <laughs> no, for real, because we had a long conversation. Oh, no, I, we definitely, I they, gotta go back to y'all interviews and look at it and be like, they gonna edit when you said you took the perk for an hour, then started talking about Nikki, and they gonna say Meek Mill said he slept with Nikki for an hour oh, after taking it. a perk. That's what they. <laughs> any girl, any girl that know that they they know they've been around that perk era, they know what's up with me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't even uh, the internet ain't even gotta tell them. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey. donkey, donkey, donkey. donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey of the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. All right, listen, man. Charlemagne the God here. I'm on vacation. I don't give a damn what y'all think about that because I deserve it. Now, the Breakfast Club is in 80-plus markets in 150 countries, so we have a lot of new listeners who probably don't even know who Charlemagne the God is. So use my time off to catch up on some of my past work, okay? Okay. If you're new here, I do a segment every day called Donkey of the Day, donkey as in jackass, and that's when I give someone the credit they deserve for being stupid. So if you never heard of it, this is new to you, but if you are a regular listener, then this is an oldie but goodie because it's the best of the Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day goes to the rich homie the kid. Now, if you're old like me, then you're content. Rich the kid, man. Okay, I'm old. All right, if you're old like me, then you're content not being in these streets, not being in these clubs. Some of these new rappers, I enjoy their music. Some of them I could care less. But if it's one thing you are entertained by, it is the antics of these youngins. And not too many rappers' antics bring me joy. Like that young boy from Philly, Lil Uzi Vert. Drop one of Clues Bombs for Lil Uzi Vert. Okay? A.K.A. the Sassy Savage. I love that little boy. All right? And it was the Roots picnic in Philly, so a lot of artists were posted up all over Philly. And a couple of those artists were Rich Daquan Homie and Little Uzi Vert. Now, I am glad Revolt TV is back because you can see Little Uzi pulling up on Rich Homie Daquan. They got the video playing. Play the video. Now, these guys have been beefing for a minute. Uh, Billboard posted a little timeline earlier this year, and apparently the beef was because the kid Rich... His homie Daquan wanted little Uzi to sign with him, and Uzi wasn't with it, and they've been exchanging words ever since. Did your Uncle Charlotte get that right, kids? Huh? Put me on. I think I got that right. Fill mm. me in. Uh, nevertheless, it doesn't matter why they were beefing. What matters is that sassy, savage little Uzi pulled up, and he wanted all the smoke. Okay? You know what? Smoke isn't a proper term for Uzi. Smoke is dirty. All right, Uzi, Uzi's more like dust. Gold dust, all right? Oh <laughs> Uzi pulled up with pink running sneakers on and some loose sweats. This is how I know he meant business because Uzi's pants are usually form-fitting, all right? And these were loose, and he had on a white tee. If you are watching on Revolt, you can see that Uzi had Vaseline on his face and his hair and a ponytail. And if you listen closely, you can hear Uzi quoting another Philly legend, Jill Scott. If you listen closely, you can hear him tell Quan the rich kid, sugar, honey, girl, fly, fly away. I've been a lady up to now I don't know how much more I can take. All right? Queen shouldn't swing if you know what I mean, but I'm about to take my earrings off. Give me some Vaseline. That's how you know Uzi wanted all the action. All right? Uzi told Rich the homie, you better back down before you get smacked down. You better chill. <laughs> and Rich homie kid didn't seem like he wanted any issues in this video, okay? When they were on the street. But in another video, in a surprising turn of events, both of these guys ended up in Starbucks. Now, this is confusing, because why are all these Negroes in Starbucks? 
All right, and that day off for anti-bias training Starbucks had might have worked too well because all them Negroes should be in jail right now. All right, 911 should have been called immediately. These rappers are having a kerfuffle over Frappuccinos. All right, couple of shots of espresso got y'all hype, and now y'all want to fight. Well. Got Uzi want to fight because now we are getting to the reason that the homie Rich is getting donkier today. See, somebody swung at Rich, and it looked like they connected. And he immediately jumped behind the county at Starbucks and started to make a triple mocha frappuccino. Now, my name is Charlemagne the God. Okay, I have been punched on camera before. The Can I Get a Drop video is mm -hmm. online mm -hmm. for your viewing pleasure. You can watch it. All right, dude punched me in the back of my head, and I took off running because I didn't know what was behind me. And when I did turn around, it was four or five guys rushing to jump me. So I proceeded to plug walk away from that situation and ran right into this radio station and told everybody what happened. I didn't put no sauce on it. I didn't talk tough when I got on the radio. I didn't act like I didn't get touched. Mm -hmm. And I let everyone know I ran away. You know why? Because I saw the camera. What the hell was I going to lie for when everybody could see exactly what happened? Well, homie the rich should have learned from me because this is him after we all witnessed him clearing the counter at Starbucks after getting swung on by Lil Uzi. Let's hear it. Pulled up and did what? Walk around Philly like this. Walk around Philly like this. Pulled up and did what? Pulled up and did what? He pulled up and snuffed you. All right. Maybe kid homie suffers from short-term memory loss. Maybe he didn't know the camera was rolling. Maybe he didn't think we were going to see the footage of him jumping behind the counter to make an iced Starbucks blonde cold foam cappuccino <laughs> and to avoid the wrath of the sassy savage Lil Uzi. Look, Rich Kwan. In life, you have to live your truth. When you live your truth, nobody can use your truth against you. I mean, truth is, that video of Uzi swinging on you and you jumping behind the counter will be used against you. But when you get online and lie and say things like this. Pulled up and did what? Walk around Philly like this. Walk around Philly like this. Pulled up and did what? Pulled up and did what? It just makes the situation even worse. Okay, one thing you kids hate doing in this era is taking L's. <laughs> All right? L's build character, okay? Social media allows you all to live your lie instead of living your truth. But the thing is, you can't lie when we all saw what happened, okay? The truth needs no defense, only witnesses. And we all witnessed you get punked by the sassy savage, Little Uzi. So please give Rich Daquan, homie, the kid, the biggest hee-haw. Uh -huh. His name is Rich the Kid. Uh -huh. It's Rich the Kid. I give up on telling him. Rich homie Quan and Rich the Kid. Two different people. If you say so. If you say so. My goodness. Have you ever seen them together in the same place? <laughs> no. Can you prove any of this? I don't think you can prove no. any of this, to be honest with you. No, but they're two different people. Hey, man, if you say so. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? It's Kevin. Kevin, what's your question for you, bro? My question is, me and my wife have been married for three years now. Okay. And, uh, of course, before we were married, we had lives. We're trying to get together now and find somebody to have a threesome with. But don't want to have nobody. Don't want to have a threesome with somebody I had one with. Don't want to have one with somebody she has somebody with. We want to find somebody new. Okay. How do we go about doing this? Um. Well, do you want to go out and find somebody in person, or do you want to do it online? Either or. We just trying to find somebody. I prefer to meet somebody in person. Okay, so I think just like you would go out to, uh, you know, a lounge or something like that to meet somebody, if you were a single person, you guys can fill out the situation like that. Because they do have websites, though. Uh, that you can go to that's specifically for finding a third party, FYI. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, so well, you I already mean, know that they're with it. And I do agree with you that you shouldn't do that with somebody that you guys are close with because that can get touchy and awkward when you guys... Exactly. Yeah, because you, you'll feel weird if it's one of her friends and she's hanging out and she won't want that person around. It might ruin their friendship. It might ruin things. So it is usually better to find somebody outside of your circle to do that. And when you have a threesome, it's going to be two women and, and you. Just Come checking. on now, yeah. I mean, some people do different things. No Man, judgment never here. Never know, bro. No judgment. Hey, no, 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 no. Kevin, the other rule is that she has to pick the third person. It can't be you. I agree with you 100%. But my wife is the type that she honestly wants me to go and pick the person. I feel a little awkward doing it, but I'm okay because well, we've been known each other for so long. Let her pick and then you approve. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with you it. just have to yeah. approve. So she can say, okay, what about her? What about her? And then you can, you know, choose or approve uh, from there. And then the rules are after that, no keeping in contact. You're not allowed to contact that woman outside of the two of you doing what y'all have to do. And that's it. And it can't be in your house. You guys got to get a hotel room. And when it's over, oh, it's over. I already know that. I and she has to set the rules. If she tells you no kissing with the other woman, no penetration, but you can watch or only whatever, whatever the rules are that she sets, you have to abide by those rules. All right. He knows all the information. He sounds like she's been in one yeah. before. Well, I actually oh, have read yeah. this book by Eleni Spicer about how to have a proper threesome. Why are you reading that book? Because uh, she was on my podcast. Oh, okay. She laid down I'm the rules. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's like we're on the website because, of course, we done did the bar thing. Um, of course, we done did the club thing. Sounds like you guys might need to, need to take a trip to the Bunny Ranch or something. That sounds like a plan. I ain't even familiar with that. Yeah. He knows all the plans. I you, mean, we know that. want to try ye, man. Shoot Dennis Hoff has been right up now. here multiple times. You guys can actually choose somebody. The girls are tested. You know, that might be a good idea. And you could tell them that we referred you here um, from the Breakfast Club. You give you a discount. But she, she, I, I, I kind of like DJ Envy idea. Ye, ye, you okay. coming to uh, Detroit anytime soon? Oh, G's always in Detroit. No, I'm not Shoot doing that. I'm not okay, doing go, that. Go for it. You might have fun. Come play some cards, play some spades all night. Ooh. Hey, good luck to you guys. I don't want... <laughs> I'm not interested, it's, but it's, good luck. I hope y'all work it out. Is play some spades a secret way to say something, bro? There you go. Okay, go play some spades, G. I know, I always underbid. Oh! Oh! <laughs> She's ready! Bye! Hold on, one thing, one thing before I go, one thing before I go. What's the website? Look it up, the Bunny Ranch, because you can go there and the women are all tested, so you can pay for that service and they'll hook y'all up. All right, thank you. Y'all have a good one. You too. <laughs> all right, ask ye. 800-585-1051. You can ask ye anything. Anything. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, uh, it's As C and E. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Jasmine. Hey, Jasmine. As C and E this morning. Good morning, hey. Jasmine. Um, I was asking because I'm, um, I've been single for two years, and I'm just getting back in the dating scene. And I've been kind of uncomfortable with dating now because I don't really know how anymore. So I want to know, like, what should I do? Like, what do you mean you don't know how to date? All you got to do is show up, boo. <laughs> it's not that easy because I be, it's like little things that turns me off about a guy. Like what? Like, um, I don't know. It'll be something that he says or does or it's just, I don't know. It'll be something petty, but I need to get past those things. And have I was you been wondering. Ha have you been having sex over the past couple of years? Yeah. Okay, okay, then. So if you can have sex, you can date. <laughs> How, how you been letting these guys get the box? You just been giving it to them? They yeah. been no, no, we've been going on dates, but I'm just saying that story. They want to move to the next level, but I'm not re like ready. Like, how do I? How old are you? 
I'm 27. Oh, 27. Okay, so you just play in the field. You just having a little fun right now. Yeah, got, pretty much. You got three more years to be a hoe. So, you know, call <laughs> us back in three years. No, I'm serious. You got three oh more God. years. You got three more years to go through your whole phase. After 30, you kind of can't hold like you want to. Okay. So should I just wait on making them, you know, want to go to the next level, or should I just listen, do me? Man, just listen. enjoy yourself. Absolutely. And if so all else fails, if all else fails, just remember Laura Bencroft. Oh, stop it! If enjoy yourself, <laughs> but I'm sure if that special somebody comes, you'll feel what? it. Exactly. You know what that feels like. Okay. All, all right. right. Good luck. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Mama. Hope we answered your question. Hello, who's this? Patrice Jackson. Hey, Patrice, what you calling for, Mama? I just calling to wish my husband, John Jackson, a happy 10th year anniversary. John Jackson? That's fabulous. John Jackson <laughs> from Coral Springs, Florida. Oh, oh, oh. So what y'all doing? 10 years of marriage. What are y'all doing tonight? Oh, man. Laura Bencroft. Well, I have to work. So I work um, 12-hour shifts today. So we will have to do something this weekend. Where does he work at? He works at Public Distribution Center. You should take and, you should take a long lunch break. You should drive over to public distribution center, take him in the bathroom, and give him a, a fellatio of no kind, and then pat him oh on his ass and go back to work. A, a fellatio of no he's kind. Like so religious to your radio station. I know he's cracking up now, and what he's going to when I get home, no I'm going to talk to him because I know he's listening. He's going to say, "You need to do what Charlemagne and DJ Envy said do." You should do it. <laughs> it's your anniversary surprise him. Pop up at his job. Push him in the bathroom, give him some great fellatio, smack him on his ass and say, have a great day. Let me give you one more tip. I'll take let, notes. Let me give you one more tip. When he b****s off in that bathroom, I want you to look him dead in his eyes and say, Laura Bancroft. Oh, my gosh. Goodbye. Thank have you, Mama. Day, <laughs> Tell us how it goes Goodbye. tomorrow. All right. Hello, who's this? Hey, um, this is Anonymous. Okay, hey, Anonymous. What's your question for c &E? I want to know, okay, well, me and my husband have been together for eight years. We'll be married to about about four, going on five years now. And my question is, how do I get him to be ready for children? Because every year he wants to put it off another year. And oh. then we get to this year, and then all of a sudden he doesn't want to do it again. He wants to wait another year. And I'm confused because, you know, we don't have children. He's 35, I'm 32, and I'm not sure what the issue is. You ever heard of oops? No. Oops. <laughs> he ain't never shot your club up by accident? Y'all still using condoms? No. Oh, if y'all not using condoms, I'm going to be honest with you, my your box might be kind of trash. Oh, stop it. No, the reason I said... Ain't nothing wrong with the box, so I'm No, I'm going to be honest, man. If I'm hitting it raw every now and then, I'm going to shoot that club up just because, just because I can't hold it. Are you on the pill? I don't want to pull out. I was on the pill. I recently got off a oh. bit because I thought we were going to be ready. He said he was ready, and then he says he's not now. So I'm just like, okay, well, what's the issue? Repeat after me. Say, oops. <laughs> oh, there you I mean, go. I, I I didn't know. I thought I thought the I thought I, I missed the pill there. I'm so sorry, baby. No, don't do that. That's trapping the man. Don't trap the man. Exactly. Nah. Like, They've been together eight years. They're married. If, There's no trapping. They're together if, for life. If y'all been together eight years and y'all having unprotected sex, it's only a matter of time, boo. Unless something wrong fertilely. Okay, other than okay. that, y'all gonna be fine. Just keep on keep on doing what you're doing. All okay. right. You know what, Charlamagne, thank you for being positive. I was worried calling you. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. This is Gary. How are you? Hey, Gary. How's it going, brother? I'm doing well, NV. What's your question for Yee? Um, I uh, caught my my wife cheating. Of, I've been with her for 11 years, mm -hmm. and we've been married for a year and a half. And I was contemplating um, suicide at the time because I thought she would never do it. But uh, I'm still struggling trying to find out if I should stay with her or not. I really love her, 
and I don't want to leave, but it's every day that I want to leave. Right. Um, well, first of all, I'm glad that you didn't do anything like commit suicide because we would hate to not have you here on this planet with us. And I'm sure there's so many people that love you and care about you that would hate for something like that to happen. It would affect them so much. So you can't make rash decisions like that just because something terrible has happened in your life. And just know that other people have gone through what you've gone through and made it through that. Yes. This is my second time going through this with my last wife. And I feel, I feel less worried like I'm doing something wrong. It's definitely not you. I'm going to be honest with you. Cheating is a very common thing in relationships, and you should never blame yourself because of somebody else's indiscretions. It seems more like issues that they have. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody in this room can attest to the fact that we've all been cheated on, right, guys? No. I ain't never been cheated on never by my wife. On. Cheated on my girl when she was in college when she wasn't my wife. I right. can't relate to what you're going through, brother, and I don't want to feel your pain either. Um, Charlamagne, it hurts every day. I'm still struggling now, man. Yeah, Charlamagne, he was contemplating killing himself. I mean, I, I could think. imagine. But when he asked, you asked me a question, I gave an answer. What, you got What you got to do is you got you to gotta remember that it's not you. And what you have to do is you might have to go to church. You might have to go get some therapy. You I might do. have to talk to somebody. But you, do you have any kids? I have a lot. Well, there you go. There's no reason to lose your life when, when so many people depend on you and so many people care about you. you got to remember that. Yes, and as far sir. as your wife is concerned, has has she apologized? Do you forgive her? Is, is she trying to make right? Um, it's, it's up in the air. I mean, she doesn't say the word. I'm sorry. She just she shows with her actions. That's what type of person she is. Are you staying think, with her? I think, I, well, he's, I, he's contemplating whether or not he should stay with her. But what I think you need to do is, first of all, focus on you. Okay, before you even can figure out what's going to happen in this relationship and how to move forward, you need to fix yourself and focus on being confident in yourself and knowing that what someone else does does not define you. It defines them. So she has some issues that she needs to deal with. She has a lot of proving that she needs to do to you because if she cares about you and she loves you, she would not want to hurt you in the way that she does. And sometimes people can't even explain why they've done the things that they've done. I'm sure that she didn't cheat on you because she doesn't love you or because, you know, you're not enough for her, but she's probably yeah. done that because of her own issues that she yeah. has within herself. But why did she cheat? She did she say why she cheated? Does it matter? I can't, I, I mean, I can't say too much because people know who she, you know, who she is, but bruh, bruh. Is it, bruh. yes, sir. Bruh, can we look at the bright side? You have the ultimate hall pass right now. The best way to get over a woman is to get on top of another one. Go that's get not, you some no. other no, ones. No, sir, I, that. Man, oh, stop. That's I'm not, not true. I'm not, like, I'm not like that anymore, man. That, that, that actually might make you feel a lot worse. When you do something that's He's stuck on his wife, and he wants yeah. his family back, and he does, he, he wants to make yeah, things right. But, I, I mean, you got to have a conversation and, and tell her how you feel, and she has to apologize. She has to understand that she was wrong, and she has to be remorseful. She can't just say, okay, I'm sorry, and keep it moving. It doesn't work like that. But what you need to do, sir, is you need to worry about yourself and do whatever you need to do to do to make yourself better, and that is definitely going to take time. Yes, and I, and you have to understand that, of course, you're going to be depressed. Of course, you're hurt. Of course, you're upset. You're a human being, yeah. and that's yeah. how you feel, but it will pass. Does she still want to be with you? She does. She says she wants to be with me, and she wants to be the faithful wife that I want. But when you say stuff like that, I want you to be who you are. Hey, man. I, just, I, I, take, just take your time, and no matter what it is that you do, you don't have to make a decision right now. And the only way that she can prove herself to you is by time. So it's gonna take, it might take years for you to feel years, like you yeah. can trust her again. Yeah, but if she's good. dedicated and willing to do that, mm-hmm. and that's up to you whether or not you want to allow her or give her that opportunity to Absolutely. prove herself, it's completely up to you. But in the meantime, you need to do things that are going to make you feel better about yourself, about your life, yes, to like get your women. confidence back. Whatever it is that you have to do for yourself, you need to take the time to do that. You need to be selfish. And that being selfish, 
Mm-hmm. Go get another vagina. It's not going to be easy, but it'll take time and you'll get through it, brother. And work on your mental health as well. Work on your mind. Work on your, um, all of those things. Okay. I still feel sometimes I still want to, I don't want to be here, but I have friends and family that helps me through it. And right. I promise well, you, as soon as you get some other vagina, you'll feel better. I don't and, know and about that. And as far as your wife, the best yeah. apology is change behavior. So she can say sorry, but she got to stop popping that poom poom for other goons. And right? I just want to say one last thing. Just think about things that you've gone through in the past. You said your ex-wife um, cheated on you as well. You got over that, right? I did, but I was in the hospital. It took a while. And you got through it. So I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying, is it does take a while, hmm. but you will get through it. You'll it does take time, and you have to make sure that you're here to make I sure know. you get through it. How'd you get over your ex? You got over your ex by what? Getting with another woman, right? I did not, Charlamagne. How'd you get over her then? Through the grace of God and in the hospital. No doubt. And after a while, you got with another woman, right? When he, when you're ready, you can do make whatever yeah, decision not, that not, you want to make. I'm not trying to rush to do that. And also, today is my birthday. Well, happy birthday, brother. Man, where you at so I can send you a prostitute? Where you at? Where, where you live at? No, and, my, and my mother died on my birthday as well. Oh, Lord, ago. you know what? I'm going. I'm All leaving, right, brother. Well, you know what? God bless you. you. Know what? Uh, we're going to put day. you on hold, man, and we, we're going to take Jesus your number and check Christ. up on you, man, and yeah. make sure everything is good, man. All right, and, um, I'm glad you and your wife are doing better, too, um, MV, and I, uh, thank you for everybody on that show. But, but, have a good day. Hold on, hold on the line. Don't but hang think up. about it. Me and my wife, we, we've been going through it for six years, and there's ups, there's downs, but we push harder, and we both try to make it work, and, and I do what I have to do as a man to show that I'm sorry. And MV actually had a situation where he, too, had to go to the hospital. Yeah, sometimes things happen, but we're going to put you on hold, all right? All right, thank you both. You both have all. You guys have a good day. All right, brother. Happy birthday. It's that man's birthday. He need a drink and a prostitute.